I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Impala Films presents Haunted the audio drama season 2 episode 10 death of the author part 2 of 4 written by benton hodges blue spotlight downstage left a hunched figure sits before a typewriter he is disheveled, a mop of unkept dark hair. He stabs away at keys with contempt. A blank page, a gift or a curse. An empty slate to be filled with verse. A story of the ages, perhaps a poem or a sonnet. On the void's tablet, what will be upon it? Classic or forgotten? The trendsetter to be left rotten. Beyond its time, a modern tragedy. On the void's tablet, could it have gravity? Slandered and slated, another classic doomed to the ages. Paradise lost and genius forgotten. On the void's tablet, is thoughtless forgotten? The pipe runs dry and the page remains empty. Paper cascades down aplenty. No thought can fill pulp so bare. The bills pile, satisfaction so rare, bled dry at gun's point. The mind quietens. Oh, fucking hell, this is nothing. Let's see. There once was a very happy rabbit called Larry. And he was the happiest rabbit in all of... This is shit. Pure and utter shit. John speaking. A yellow spotlight, upstage left. The figure is female, seated at her desk, phone in hand. John, how's my favourite client? John's agent, Melissa Black, aged 25. A driven upstart in the industry, destined for greatness. At least she could have been. 
I'm your only client, Mel. Still my favourite. And by that logic, I'm also your least favourite. Well, that depends on how that manuscript's coming. John? John glances at the pile of paper spilling out of the waste paper basket. Closer than it was last week. Can I get a page count? Uh, A few hundred now, I reckon. I haven't taken the bins out yet. Why do you keep throwing it out? Because it's all shit. Every word I write isn't the right word. And the right words just aren't in the right order. It has to be perfect. I'll settle for done rather than perfect, John. Yeah, and done will be a great selling point on my seminal novel. What do you have so far? A shitty poem and a story about a rabbit called Larry. And? And he's a very happy rabbit? So, it's a kid's story now? Well, it's a burgeoning market. You have two weeks, John. Or we're dropping you. Please. The story's there, I just... The blank page is so unnerving, it's, it's taunting me. It's paper. It can't taunt you. Paper can be cruel, Mel. Especially the ones with late and due on them. Well, finish the book and you can make those go away. I can't focus with them piling up or the constant drip of the sink, but I can't afford a damn plumber and... I need another advance. What did you do with the last advance? I was paying for a hotel room in London. You're staying in a hotel? No. My wife is. Blackout. Blue Fresnels rise. It's outdoor. Night. Rain can be heard. John is seated on a bench. His hair is drenched and an empty bottle in his hand. You haven't been silent a moment in my life, have you? Always a thought, a little interjection, something to take me out of the moment. My birthdays, my graduation, my wedding day. You're always there in the back of my skull with these helpful little reminders. These happy moments won't last. Love will fade. You have peaked. Always something to say, don't you? And when I need you most, you are silent. Not a thought, not an observation or even a a petty association. Nothing at all. Stage right, a figure enters. She is backlit, her features obscured. Mind if I sit here? Knock yourself out. Who were you yelling at? (laughs) My brain. Writer's block? Yeah. How did you know? I pegged you as an author. You have soulful eyes. The kind that see a story in the mundane. Well, I try. But the ever-shouting brain has decided to pack it in. My deadline is two weeks away. Typical, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, bloody typical. How do you usually clear your head? I don't know. I've never had it before. Well, what have you tried? I tried writing stuff I don't usually write. Going for walks and... Now I'm trying drink. And? I'm stuck on a very happy rabbit called Larry. (laughs) Have you tried dancing in the rain? I find it very freeing. You're a married man. Surely you must know the waltz. How did you... Oh, the ring. Take my hand. I shouldn't. It's just a dance. Just sway. Slowly. Listen to the rain pour around you. Focus on that sound. Tiny little drops of diamond dew. 
running down your skin, the warmth pressed against you. The world revolves around you. I hear it. It's so beautiful. So simple, so pure. Brilliant and flawless little drops of dew. Can you feel it? The universe weeps for you, John. Blackout. Curtain drops. Soft glow floodlights illuminate John's flat. The sun has finally risen on John. He rouses slowly, another form in the bed behind him. He moves to the typewriter, centre stage. Yes. Yes! The glow dims to show the passage of time. John continues to type. Metis wakes, still only a silhouette. Morning! Oh, sorry, did, did I wake you? No, I found it quite soothing. I heard the keys in my dream, so I take it the block is unclogged? <laughs> Better than unclogged. The pipe has never been as clear as this. I, I can't stop writing. I, I mean, look at me. I, I just can't stop. Well, I'd hate to distract you from your breakthrough. You won't, I promise. Well, tell that to Samuel Taylor Coleridge. <laughs> Beautiful, insightful, and well-read. Where's the catch? Uh, there's only a catch if you look for it, John. Fair enough. I'd offer to make you breakfast, but I don't think I have anything in. That's all right. I should be getting off anyway. Why? What? Sorry. I, I mean, why the rush? The day is so young. Well, I can't spend the day in bed. Of course you can. We'll, we'll order something. Please, don't leave. Okay, but I pick what we order. Of course. Whatever you want. Upstage left, a light slowly grows. It is Melissa's office. She has a manuscript grasped in her hand. Yes, I'm looking at it now, John. A day before deadline, too. Nope, it's great. Get your suit measured because every literary critic from here to New York is going to want an interview. Lights out. Silence. A floodlight grows centre stage. John is sat opposite a bespectacled man. It's a pleasure to have you on, John. Harry Backman, a brilliant man of great intellect and promise. A prodigy of his field, doomed to never reach his potential. He still rots on that island. It's a pleasure to be here, Harry. I have to say, I just finished reading your book, Absolutely fantastic. Thank you. No, thank you. I bawled my eyes out. Well, I'm flattered. And so you should be. Such vivid prose, evocative characters, and a terribly tragic ending. I think I speak for everyone when I say, where on earth did this come from? What inspired you? Well, I'm not ashamed to admit that I, I had a terrible roadblock. I almost packed it in and threw out the typewriter, but it's only the good graces of God that I sit here. Oh, it was divine inspiration. Nothing short of it. No other word. He sent the most perfect woman into my life when I needed her most, and she became my muse. Oh, wow. 
A chance encounter? A billion to one. Well, if she inspired something like this, then I'd love to meet her. No. Sorry, I, I didn't... I, I mean, she's very shy of this sort of thing. I, I, I could ask her, but who knows? Right. Well, I think I need to ask the burning question, the one that all authors dread. Oh, God. I'm, I'm ready for it. What is next for you, John? Blackout. Lights up. Downstage right. It is John's flat. Metis, her features still not visible to the crowd. She paces back and forth. I'm home! Oh, thank God! How was the interview? Oh, it went perfectly. He loved the book. His stamp of approval is all it needs, and a New York Times bestseller is guaranteed. That's fantastic, John. I'm so happy for you. For us. I I couldn't have done it without you. And the next one will need your expertise, too. The next one? Well, eyes are on us now, dear. This is just a foot in the door. Before you know it, this book will be forgotten, and everyone will be expecting something new. Something better. But the book was amazing, my dear. Everyone loves it. Everyone. The son said it lacked anything new to say. So the new one has to be more contemporary. Right on the pulse. Uh, I've already got the story right up here in my head. It's going to be perfect. What? I was just thinking I should be going home soon. What? Why? Well, I thought you were going to be busy writing. But I need you here to bounce ideas off. You're my muse, Metis. Uh, You can't have me down now. Not when everything is so pressing. I'm sorry, I I just thought I'd get in the way, and I really should be getting home. Stay, please. I insist. I can't do this without you, Metis. Please. Blue floodlight, downstage right. John has fallen asleep at his typewriter. Metis is in bed. There is a knock at the door. A spotlight slowly begins to grow. Upstage right, we see the door. Knocked on again from the wings. Metis wakes. John? John, there's someone at the door. (laughs) Hello? She opens the door to a broad fellow. Peterson, a gentle giant. What he lacks in brains, he makes up for in courage, loyalty and strength of self. His loyalty to you was his undoing. Sorry to come calling at such an hour, Mom. I'm looking for John. Oh yes, he's asleep right now. Please don't wake him. Can I relay the message? Of course. I'm here to fix the plumbing. At this hour? I know, Mom, and I'm sorry. I'm the maintenance guy for the building, but I work two jobs, you see. This was the only time I could get round to doing it. Oh, wow. You're a busy bee, aren't you? Well, I'm sure if you do it quietly, it'll be fine. John is no longer illuminated when the pair enter the flat. So what keeps you so busy, Mr... Peterson. I do maintenance for places all over the city. Keeps me very busy. I bet. What does the wife think of it? Keen eye on you. The ring, dear. She's not a fan, truth be told. Says it takes all my time and she's not wrong. I miss my kids' first steps. And their first words. So why do you work so many hours then? Well, something has to keep a roof over their heads and food in their bellies. But at the cost of you missing every milestone in your son's life. I'd rather know he's fed and clothed. He can resent me all he wants growing up. I just want him to get there. And what about your happiness? Well, I guess it has to go on hold for a bit. For them. Well, that doesn't seem fair, does it? In my experience, 
It really is. And that should do it, miss. I'll get out of your hair now. Wait a minute, please. Miss, please. I shouldn't tarry now. Surely there must be something else you can do. With my grades, I was lucky to do what I do. You could always go to evening classes. Oh, just screw it up like I always do. And then, my wife will... We'll understand. You are so driven. The love of your family will propel you. I wish I could believe, miss. I wish I could believe that everything will turn out okay, but... Come here, Peterson. Uh, miss? Just take my hand and sway, dear. Nice and slow. Oh, I really shouldn't. Shh, just hold. Put your head on my shoulder. Listen outside. Do you hear it? The rain. I hear it. Listen to it. Hear it against the glass as if it were upon your own skin. How strong and brave. And no matter what happened in your past, no matter what happens after this, you are worthy of love. I. I. Shh. It's alright. You can let it out. Just listen to the rain. <laughs> Blackout. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Spotlight grows upstage right. 
It's Melissa Black's office. Her desk is littered with letters, a new manuscript in her hands. Yeah. Yeah, I'm holding it right here. It's fantastic, John. When can I have the rest? Uh-huh. Yeah. You can have the advance right away. But the check from the last book should be in the post too. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're doing differently, but don't stop doing it. As she hangs up, the floods raise once more, revealing John's apartment in disarray. Metis has been chained to the table by her ankle in the corner. Please, John, this isn't necessary. It is, Metis. I'm sorry. I, I owe it to you, me, and the world of literature to not end this. I'm so close. The perfect story is just in my grasp. But why do I need to be chained? Because you are my muse, Metis. You are so perfect. And if I could just capture an ounce of your essence in this story, all of the suffering will be worth it. When the story is done, I will free you. I promise. But I can't have you being anyone else's muse, can I? What do you think of this bit? I've kept it on the pulse so those Luddites at the sun can't complain that it doesn't have anything new to say. Aren't you worried about dating it? What? Well, you've kept it so modern, and these times change so quickly. Don't you worry about dating it? You waited till I was a few pages from the end to tell me that. I thought you would want to know. Of course I would want to know! I'm sorry, I didn't... How is this supposed to be the next timeless masterpiece if it's dated? No, it's good, I promise. What fucking use is good? Good is the job a plumber does on a leaky pipe. It is not a seminal novel of the age. I'm sorry, I meant it was good as, it's, as in it's, it's fantastic. Oh, fantastic isn't brilliant though, is it? It's not perfect. It's forgettable shit that gets left at the beach. John grabs the typewriter and lifts it up near Metis. What use is this if it only makes shit? Doomed to the annals of forgotten history. Doomed to be nothing! It isn't doomed. I swear I didn't mean it. Quiet. John places the typewriter down, stuffs a cloth in Metis's mouth, and crosses to the door. What? Peterson is at the door, his cap in one hand, flowers in the other. Oh, I'm sorry to drop in. Is your missus in? No, she's out. Oh, sorry, I thought I heard a voice. Hmm? Oh no, these walls are thin. Must be the neighbours you're hearing. Right. Do you mind if I leave them here for her? Why are you bringing her flowers? Well, I just enrolled in some night classes and things are looking good. I just wanted to thank your missus for giving me the push I needed. You've got yourself a super lady there. Oh yeah, she's brilliant. I'll let her know you stopped by. John goes to close the door, but is blocked by Peterson's boot in the way. You know, she seemed real scared of waking you up last night. Take your foot out of the door. I don't think I will. Miss, are you in here? Jesus Christ, let me get you out of there. 
Wait, where's John? I knocked him out cold at the door. Swore I'd never raise a fist again, but... Desperate times. Where's the key? In the drawer. One second. Right. Let's get the fuck out of here. What? What are you doing? Taking the script. Trust me, it's all he cares about. Right. Let's get the fuck out of here. <gasps> no! John emerges from the darkness with a bloodied kitchen knife. Get back in the office now. Stay away from me! Get the fuck back in the office. We are finishing that book. Metis backs away to the window. As she opens it, the sound of rain grows. It is loud, like large hailstones. Take another step, and I will drop your manuscript out the window. Just write it again. My agent has half. Listen, I still have my news. Now get away from the window. No. Metis, step away from the window. Metis stands on the edge of the stage, arms outstretched. Come here! You took something pure, something beautiful. Get away from that ledge now! I corrupted it! You let it rot till it was nothing but food for the worms! Metis, please step away. Because if man can't control beauty, it has to destroy it! No! Blackout. Darkness encompasses the stage. Slowly the lights rise once more, the actors in a line. They are silhouetted as they take a bow. Slowly they began to stand and filter out, leaving us at our table alone. Well, that was... Really good. It was, but hardly worth all the secrecy fuss. At least a bartender can make a good Manhattan. Speaking of, excuse me. Oh, great, the staff have dipped out for a cigarette or two. So, what do you guys think? Supernatural, yay or nay? Uh, I don't think it was anything supernatural. But maybe we should ask the actors. They've probably spoken to the playwright. Well, it looks like this is the only way out. Should we wait? Yes, I'm not leaving till I've had another drink. Half an hour and not a whiff of good service. You should do the Yelp thing, give them hell. It's funny how close you get to sounding like a real human sometimes. It's like Uncanny Valley. I've tried to educate him, but I gave up after he called it the YouTubes. Seriously, no service whatsoever. Hello, I'd like another drink, please. The actors must be coming out soon. I mean, how long would it take for them to change out of those clothes? Yeah, I mean, they weren't exactly period piece costumes with 12 layers of rough and a wick. Right, this is serious now. I'm going to take a bottle and leave the adequate amount on the counter. Seems fair. Stay focused, James. You guys don't think it's weird that we've been left down here alone for half an hour and haven't seen anyone? Maybe we should pop backstage and congratulate the actors. Dan, why don't you go and look for the staff? All right. Shall we? I clambered onto the stage and made my way to the back, pulling the heavy black curtains apart to peek behind. Besides a few chairs, it was mostly bare. Nodding to Abigail, I slowly moved towards the door on the far side that I presumed led to some corridor, or perhaps straight into a green room. Hello? 
actors, sorry, thespians. I nodded to Abigail who grabbed the door handle and quietly opened it, confirming my suspicions. The door led directly to a small room with a loose smattering of chairs. On the right hand side of the wall was a long mirror and a dress stand beneath it, presumably for applying hair and makeup finishers. It was coated in a fine flaky powder. Above the mirrors was a row of tiny windows, barely large enough to fit your hand through, each one slightly ajar. On the far side of the room was another door. I moved over to the makeup stands and looked through the bags and brushes, finding nothing untoward. Ugh, gross! What? Look, the food is all full of maggots. Ugh, look at the size of those buggers. That is going straight in the bin. Oh, so gross. Oh my god. Hmm. Well, this is just a bathroom. No fire escape. So where did the actors go? We definitely couldn't miss them if this was the only exit. Curiouser and curiouser. Is it me or is this whole scene missing something else? Or what? Well, I'm not familiar with actors, but is it strange that there isn't a single copy of the script here? Well, I mean, they're all word perfect. Yes, but you're telling me that not a single one of them wanted to refresh their memory before the big night. I mean, look, there's little evidence that anyone was even here. No costumes or personal effects, and the only food is a wriggling mess, and not a single shred of evidence that anyone has been back here in forever. Let's see if Dan has found... Anything? We were about to ask the same thing. No sign of the staff or anyone in the audience. What about the actors? Nope. Nada. So everyone involved in this production just up and left. It's official. My curiosity is fully piqued. Abigail, where are you going? The guy doing the lighting cues back here. He wasn't with the production team, was he? Uh, No, he had one of the venue shirts on. Well, then I bet he had... Voila. A copy of the script. Oh, absolutely genius. Fantastic. What's on it? Beautiful Rain by Oscar DeWitt, LITB Limited, 32 Soho Avenue. That must be his address. Yes. So what do we do about the missing people? Well, I got two of their names on the way in, Tom and Sarah. They were local students here. We can keep an eye out for them on any missing persons reports. Okay, well, come on, let's get out of here. This place is giving me the creeps. Wait, shouldn't we call the police? And say what? Help, I saw a play and now everyone's just up and gone. Uh, yeah, I guess that would be a hard sell. And would probably result in us being fined for wasting police time. Or perhaps thrown in a loony bin. Uh, we tend to call them mental health care homes these days. Ugh, way to take the gravitas out of the lexicon. The trains at platform 3, 4 and 9 are currently boarding. Right, platform three is non-stop to London. Let's get a move on. What's wrong? Look, over there on the other platform. What is it? It's Tom and Sarah, the uni students. They're boarding that train over there. What are they doing getting a train out of the city? Their university is in York. Look, there's the bartender from the club too. What the hell are they doing? Well, they, they could be going on vacation. Without any luggage? No. Something's wrong. Hey! Hey, wait! Tom! Wait, wait! Damn it. Right, where is this train headed to? A Scunthorpe. James, we've got to get moving. Right, right, I'm coming. (laughs) 
Anything from the carts? As the train plunged south through the night, my companions and I huddled around a four-seated compartment, quietly discussing what lay before us. Uh, just a Manhattan and two beers, please. Oh, and whatever these two want. Right, let's review the facts. A travelling play. Brilliant Rain by Oscar DeWitt, which... Appears in random venues across the country, using train lines to pick its next destination. And it's hosted by... Pandora's Players, which I can't find anything about online. However... We have a return address, LITB Limited. A return address for the script, which... Is a registered limited company, last in the box. It's an agency, and judging by their website, they mostly represent actors. A lot of actors. And one writer. A Mr... Oscar DeWitt. Fantastic. And the play in question is a study of the danger of the pursuit of perfection. I thought it was about toxic relationships. No, it was all about the dangers of putting someone on a pedestal. Agree to disagree, but it was a well-written affair. However, the actors completely vanished into thin air. The bar staff abandoned their post and jumped ship along with a pair of uni students from the audience, all of which were headed for the coast. Look at us synergising. So, what's the plan of action? Well, why don't you two tell me? We seem to be on the same wavelength. I'm working on something. Basically, if anyone on Facebook or Instagram goes to York Uni and mentions a missing Tom or Sarah, I'll be notified. I called Lucy. She's looking into all the business records of Last in the Box. Directors, associated companies, the whole lot. And when we arrive in London, it'll be like two in the morning, so I've booked us a hotel. And first thing in the morning... We go visit this address. I like it. Right, let's smash this case wide open. Hey, what are you doing up? I I couldn't sleep. Let me guess, the play? Yeah, something about it really stuck with me, like like it was speaking directly to me. Yeah, I know what you mean. I close my eyes and I still see those silver lights. Yeah. Are you alright? We haven't really had time to talk one-on-one since... I'm fine. (laughs) Actual fine, or something is wrong but I don't want to talk about it so it's easier to just say I'm fine. Fine. Fine, fine. Really? Because it feels like you want to ask something, but... I... I learnt something on the call. Really? Uh, About what? My dad. And mum. And just all of that nastiness. Oh, I'm sorry. I I don't want to pry. But if you want someone to talk to, I'm always here. Well, that's the thing. There's just one bit that... It doesn't make sense. Um, Abby, there's something I want to tell you. And oh, sorry. sorry. <sighs> Looks like I can't get the name for a director. And a Miss Poppy Randall seems to have posted asking if anyone's seen Tom or Sarah. Well, isn't that just perfectly timed? What did you want to tell me? Oh, um, I... Nothing. <laughs> it's, it's nothing. Right. I'm going to bed. Nicely done, Mr. Smooth. Just tell her the truth, you coward. Last in the box officers should be right around here, and they're derelict. Great. (sighs) Dead end? Not exactly. Abigail, that is a felony. Oh, relax, deputy. No, I'm I'm not going to stand here and watch while she commits breaking and entering. Then stop watching her and go keep a lookout. Oh, for the love of... How's it coming? Oh, almost there. God, this lock is ancient. 
Got it. After you. Why, thank you. Come on, Dan, doors open, although you may struggle to fit in whilst on your high horse. I'm really not comfortable with this. Oh, get off the cross and up the stairs. Abigail. Look, only today's mail. Someone must be collecting it regularly. Well, perhaps we should wait in ambush, then. I'll stay here and keep an eye on the door. Completely empty. Who has money to buy an office space in London and then not use it? Billionaires. Yep. This has money laundering written all over it. Any luck with the registered director? None so far. What about that poppy girl you mentioned last night? Yet to reply. If she lives the life of an average uni student, then she's probably passed out till noon. (laughs) Sounds like someone else we know. Someone's coming. Speak of the devil. Who is it? I can see him a bit through the peephole. Wait. It's Tom. Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter, Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin, and Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell. Also featuring Harry McElroy, Benton Hodges, Phoebe Elizabeth Royal, Edina Hadley, Leanne Herring, David Anthony Green, Elliot Bigden. Haunted, the audio drama is created by Jamie Evans with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Three Sprite Media Studios with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next exciting chapter of Haunted, the audio drama. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.